They could have brought him back in the search committee. Diversity Day. Uh, oh, wait. Search Diversity committee. <laughs> have him come back as a character. He's like leaving school administration. He's jaded and over it and has like remembered how fun Michael was as as an individual. And he's like, well, this must be a good workplace. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Oh yeah, that would have been a really. I, but then great he, he would have been a great little mini cameo or callback at that point. But then he finds out he's actually interviewing for Michael's job. Yeah, and then he's like, "No, I can't do no. this." No, he's like, "No, no, I'm not taking Michael's old job." He's like, "Wait, Michael's not working here anymore." Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> no, it's not worth it. <laughs> Welcome to Scotch and Splenda, the podcast that tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like you can't keep it together because of a tiny plasma TV, a subtle line of physical abuse, or simply having penises on the brain. (laughs) Here on Scotch and Splenda, we're talking about anything and everything The Office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what ifs. We're your co-regional managers, as always. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. And I am Nick. And on this episode... We hope you can keep it together because these people surely couldn't. We're talking about bloopers. <laughs> bloopers. Breaks and bloopers. Bloopies. All the bloops. <laughs> we debated on how yeah. kind of how to go about this one. Uh, you know, bloopers are, are something that you get to watch reels of on the internet, but uh, we wanted to take you through what to look for from our favorites uh, that are out there in the world on YouTube and, and beyond. Uh, but first, before we get there, we want to give you a quick reminder that if you're listening, please smash that five stars for us. Give us a review, write that review, and then write yourself a fan theory so we can read it on the air today. Uh, we, or, or tomorrow, I guess. Um, but you can also leave us voicemail. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, that number is 319-359-7977. All right. Uh, feel free to drop us a line. Uh, and get it on in there, but we have a new fan theory coming in hot today. Nicholas, do you got it? I got it. All right. This one comes to us courtesy of uh, Johnny, Johnny Button. Was this from our uh, TikTok, Beej? No, this was uh, Instagram. Instagram. Sorry, excuse me. Rock and roll. But a solid theory nonetheless, and it's coming right at you hot. Hey, guys, I love the show. I'm still catching up, but I just finished the episode about the later season, Andy. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't mention one of my favorite theories, so now I'm wondering if maybe you haven't heard it. So the theory is that the parents Andy invites to the carnival in Goodbye Toby were never meant to be his real parents. They were actors that Andy himself hired. Aside from the fact that they don't look anything like his real parents, my main piece of evidence is that he introduces them as Andrew and Ellen Bernard. But we all know that his parents are Walter and Ellen Bernard. I think his real parents didn't know he was a low-level salesman at a failing paper company, and he knew that they would disapprove of his life, his friends, and his most likely soon-to-be petite fiancé. So he hired actors to pretend he had loving, supportive parents in front of the office. I 
Love it. I love it. I love it. That's a good one. This is fantastic. That's a good one. Um, you know what? There's a lot of uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go in and support this one. I'm gonna go right away with some support. Uh this sounds great because uh <laughs> Andrew and Ellen Bernard totally he absolutely could have hired uh actors to be there. It was on like some sort of short notice yeah. kind of that he decided that he wanted to do this with the fireworks and yeah. the, the nighttime and everything. And, you know, my parents are here. <laughs> everything's are here. Everything's perfect as he pulls off uh, Daryl's <laughs> keyboard. Damn <laughs> 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 it. So, but I think it's great because one, one thing I'll support in why Andy absolutely did this is he he did at one point say he was named after his father Walter. Mm-hmm. However, when his brother was born, they changed his name to Andrew, and they gave the father his father's name to his uh, brother. So right, I yeah. think he because he better because they felt like he uh, yeah. yeah yeah he better exemplified the name the name. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to think that he in fact switched the name of this actor to be Andrew Bernard Senior yeah. as if. Because he like he wants it to exemplify his name <laughs> to spite the <laughs> to spite real him. Walter Bernard, but he has a good relationship with his mom, so you know kept her the same uh, in this in this ruse. So that's what I think. I think it's very valid. I I love this theory. I uh, I it's hard for me to believe that uh, he has a good relationship with his mom because his mom sucks. Sucks. <laughs> I mean, she, she's by all definitions, not a very good mom to, to poor Andrew. Uh. And you really see it at the garden party. I mean, yeah, you know, I get it. They had right. theater tickets, but they could have seen Moneyball anytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seen Moneyball anytime. That's fair. Um, I don't know what, what else. Is there anything else you guys got on this? No, I love. It. I think he's. You know, I think he's got the means to pull it off. Um, obviously, we've talked in the past that Andrew is incredibly wealthy, mm-hmm. and by that I mean Andrew's parents are incredibly wealthy, and he has access to that money. Yeah, they pay his credit card. Bill. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'm sure he yeah, just sure. hired. We know that the office has no problem getting a hold of local actor friends yeah, uh, to hire, right. case in point, Asian Jim. Mm, um, perfect. And so, yeah, I think that he was able to pull it off because otherwise they live in, where, Connecticut? Yeah, uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, no, where do his parents oh, live? I think, yeah, in Con- yeah, I think Connecticut. it's in Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. With, meaning, like, I don't know exactly how far that is, but it's got to be a little bit of a trek to Scranton, right? Yeah, I have to imagine. For him to have, like... Because he didn't even know these fireworks and stuff were happening until like it got dark, right? Or until close to. So I have a yeah, I have a hard time believing that he was able to just like convince his parents. Hey, mom, and yeah, and with the relationship that we see, be like, hey, mom and dad, can you guys come down to Scranton? I'm gonna propose to the love of my life. His dad would be like, oh, Andrew, you know, I'm already in the bath and have a glass of red wine. <laughs> just just take, have someone take we, photos. Let us know how everything goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, Be, I assume just, his dad's reaction or something to that effect. Yeah. Yeah, we have plans tonight. Uh, we're watching a DVD of Liar Liar. It's the mid-season no, I, finale of The Mentalist. <laughs> one other... Uh, one other Point four, uh-huh. I will say, is in what universe does 
anybody invite their parents to a going away party of a coworker? Never. Anyway. Yeah, it's Sandy Bernard, Never, though. ever. I'm just saying. No. I mean, no. <laughs> In all the other parties that we, we see, I mean, Goodbye Toby was, was one party of how many? Yeah. And never again did he invite his parents to one. Yeah. Like, I mean, and not even to the point where he tried to hire, you know, if actors. I think. Yeah. And he that, doesn't even like Toby. Why would he have invited him to that one? It's true. Yeah, I think I'm 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 like digging this, and I think he kind of thought that he was going to propose to Angela, and he knew his real parents wouldn't come. Yeah. So he hired actors, and then the stars kind of aligned because Jim was making them align for him. And yeah. He, right. He sees the moment, and then another point is like never once throughout the like the the party, the goodbye Toby party, do you see those people interacting with anybody? Like yeah, they're standing off to the side, just kind of there, you know, because yeah. he doesn't, you know, it'd be it, it it would have been like a known thing that his parents were there. Like, first of all, everyone would have been like, why do you invite your parents like <laughs> to this? <party?"> yeah, one hundred percent. And there would be people like I have to imagine that Jim prior to him ruining Jim's night by proposing would have been like, oh, I have to meet these people. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have to learn how Andy became the person that he is. Yep. Yep, 100%. agree. It's like when, like when they do dinner party, and he's trying to talk to the babysitter, and he's like, "Can I get your email? I just have so, so many, many questions. questions. What's an email? <laughs> 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 like that would be the energy he'd be bringing to that scenario. I'm Agreed, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, this seems like a pretty easy, uh, oh, easy ante up. Uh, I'm, I'm all for this. I think he definitely hired actors to come and be there for it. Yep. I vote yes. All right. I vote yes. All right. There it is. We've all voted yes. It is in the Scotch and Splenda ether that uh, here we are with (laughs) ethos. I don't know. Ether. Ether. Ethos. The ether. (laughs) Six six of one, half a dozen. Half a dozen the other. It's all right, babe. Uh, We are there, though. It's in our Wikipedia. That's what it is. Nice. So, uh, yeah, thank you for sending that one in. What a, what a fun one. Johnny Buttons, you are the real MVP. Thank real you for that MVP. one. That was an excellent. Yeah. 100%. And I'm going to be totally honest. I had not heard that theory until Oh, I had that. not either. No, me neither. I think it's that great. That is a really, really good theory. Yeah, well played. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. Okay, is anyone thirsty? Please. It. It's time. It's time. It's we haven't, you know, last week we didn't get to partake in a in a little sip ski of the of the other half of this podcast, and uh, I think it's time to to try a new one. So I brought today. Um, it is a Willet. It's the rye. It's the four year rye. Okay. It's a it's a hundred eight point eight proof or fifty four point four percent. They are they are aged in hand selected wet white oak barrels for four years, and then they're hand bottled at cask strength. Trivia question, AJ. What does cask strength mean? Uh, it means it, it's not diluted in any fashion. Bingo. Good job. You're learning. Woo! He's drank enough <laughs> of them at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's give this a little sipsky. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Right, cheers. There's something different about that, guys. Well, it's a rye. Versus a bourbon. So a lot of times we're drinking bourbon, which is at least 51% corn. So it's mm-hmm. generally sweeter. Right. Okay. This one at least 51% rye, meaning it's generally going to be a little spicier, a little hotter. Okay. It's young. It's four but, years. 
But for a rye and for it being so young, I yeah. still do get some some sweet on this. Oh, for sure. Okay. Especially if you let it breathe with an ice cube, it kind of like really opens. I'm, you know, it, I, it's the way to drink this one personally. I'm not always an ice cube guy. I I'm requiring it today. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's a there's a lot of things happening here. Um, what I don't I don't know. I, I think one thing I have discovered, um. Amongst all of my my bourbon drinker friends and whatnot, whiskeys and scotches and ryes and you know Don McLean singing about them, I think uh, <laughs> I think I'm definitely uh, uh, not a rye guy. <laughs> we'll get him there. He wasn't a whiskey guy six months ago. We had lots of kids drinking whiskey and rye. And rye. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to go have off to and, go die? Off and <laughs> die? Rhythm and blues. Why'd you Rhythm have blues. to go off and die? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, y- you guys dig this? I like it. I've had this before. Now, oh. mind you, because it's bottled at cask strength, each one's going to be a little bit different, each batch. And so I'm sure that the one I have isn't the exact same proof at home, but it is a four-year Willet. And I do enjoy it a lot. I think it is younger, so you get a little more of that, that like bready, yeasty almost that yeah. you get with some of these, like we've had with like the Cedar Ridge younger stuff. Sure. Um, but no, I like it. I like a rye. I think it's spicy. It's definitely one that you'll drink slower than a bourbon. Yeah. Um, and BJ, you dig you dig on this kind of stuff? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, it it uh, it takes something Nick would bring for me to not like it. And, uh, so <laughs> uh, Rude. Um, I don't know. Start I, bringing scotches every week. From uh, every week. <laughs> you can suck it. You'll learn to like your feet eventually. I don't know. There's, there's, something, there's something very strange about this. <laughs> it's like It's like a mix between... What I think I really loved was that Cedar Ridge weeded mm-hmm. um, bourbon, mm-hmm. and but then it combines like with some of this like medicinal quality to me as well, that like just just strips my palate, mm. just like I, and I don't know. So I'm I'm honest well, with you. Rise are not everybody's thing. Yeah, um, I mean all whiskey is some you know is medicinal in some way. I mean it definitely relaxes me. Yeah. Well, this this is it's getting more to the you know dog ointment than it is to the enough. <laughs> enough. This is nonsense. All right, just get give us your Splenda packet rating and let's move on. I guess. I think this is gonna be a a two for me, boys. Oh man, <laughs> I think this oh. is a two for me. Two. He was he was two less... full Splendas. Yeah, I think so. I think I just need to like get it all so I can take it as a shot. He was <laughs> less than. A three-quarter packet for that 26-year Canadian that was 151 proof. Because that was actually very yeah. sweet. <laughs> okay. No. I'm just saying. Okay. I, look, I have He's a very place. discerning yeah, palate, gentlemen. I want a scatter plot of your <laughs> ratings and what they were. Yeah. And I'm going to start putting together really a spreadsheet of, yeah. uh, of all the of the Splendas. I'm going to go back through and listen to every episode, and then I'm going to start telling you where it lands in the Please ranking. Please and thank you. We'll do, the, we'll do the Scotch and Splendapedia, and there we'll start putting all of our theories that are in the ethos, and then as a separate yep. tab will be BJ's recorded logs of AJ's Splenda ratings. Yeah. There you go. I love it. 
I Sounds good it. to me. We'll add it to the link tree. Look for that in eventually. In eventually. <laughs> in, 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 uh, just like the Dunder Mifflin website. TBD. That's right. <laughs> TDB. TDB. Well... Well, All right. how about it, boys? We're gonna we're gonna get into some bloopers, some bloopers. The breaks. I'm ready. Def- I can. Define define obviously the bloopers. Does it is it like yeah. the, like the reels? Like we're not talking about like breaks necessarily today, or we are? Do you think? Oh, uh, I thought that. We... I think a little bit, a little bit of both. Yeah, both. I think okay. any, if you if you YouTube bloopers and it shows up, count it. Count it. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Um, that's I'm good with that. They're all. Over the place, like, and we've we have determined um, that the office, when it was being filmed, the office recorded for every twenty-two minute episode that you actually see. Um, we, I think, it was determined that there was somewhere between forty, like, enough footage for about forty-minute to to an hour-long episodes, like, for what they could actually put together if they wanted to. Yeah, um, correct. So there is there is so much extra footage even beyond. What the um, what the super fan episodes are doing on Peacock? Yeah, and yep. so in that, obviously, giving us so many amazing attempts <laughs> at a lot of amazing jokes. Yes, and yep. those attempts just would just ruin it for people. What did we determine? Like, who was the hardest to break? Oscar. It's Oscar. Oscar's yeah. the hardest Hunter, to break. It's Oscar, Oscar yeah. and then and Angel. Okay. Angela in an episode of a uh, uh, podcast or the Office Ladies podcast says that Angela or Angela called Oscar the statue because the statue. he was impossible to break. Wow! And he's and she she even said in nine seasons of recording she could count how many times he broke on one hand. Dang! Solid. He's a serious man. Yeah, apparently master of his. And he's crap. like a he's like a great comedic actor. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen the proposal <laughs> with Sandra Bullock and yes. Ryan Reynolds? He's hilarious. Yes, very in that. funny. In He's that. the only male stripper in their town in Alaska. Yeah, and he, and he also d- works at every other business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like works for the house. Like, yes, I, yes. I've watched that movie many times. My partner Kendra loves that movie. He's yes. hilarious <laughs> in that. <laughs> yeah, great, great in that movie. Um, well, who was the easiest to break? Did they say that? Kelly. Kelly was the easiest. Rain Wilson. Kelly I feel like the... breaks a lot in the bloopers like you watch too. too. I feel like a lot of them yeah. revolve around Rain Wilson. Um, True, but if you think about it, Kelly has what the second least amount of screen time of yeah. all the actors. Okay. So, so if you're going, you know, per capita, per, <laughs> like early, per capita, yeah. you know, percent <laughs> of 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 scenes, she yeah. was the easiest to break, and all of the cast would agree that she was she was the easiest to break for sure. She was breaking that much. She wrote so I know, much, which of is it. always so funny <laughs> to me because it's like you know. know these jokes you are know, coming. You know what's happening, Kelly. So. You sure I'm think sure you're just, funny? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure just seeing it come to fruition and like moving yeah. from. You know, script to table read to actual scenario is very different in how it's presented. Yeah, um, I I love thinking about uh, how some of the secondary characters that we get, especially later on in the series and everything, uh, come in and actually actually end up like breaking down like some of the solid cast members that you're yeah. just like, no, these guys are, you think of them as like the comedy pros yeah. of the office. Yeah. And then you have these new people that come in and break them or, or, you know, uh, the guest stars and, and everything. It's, it's pretty awesome to see them even break too. 
So yeah, a good example of that is Zach Woods. Yeah, Zach Woods. Zach Woods he is made hilarious. Them, he made them all break all the time. Yeah. yeah, they thought he was just so funny, and it's so. What's funny to think about is like you really think about Gabe's character in the show. Yeah, not that funny. No, not no, at he all. Has, he has his moments, but for the most part, you're laughing at him, not with him. You know, yep. like. He's not really that funny of a character, but the actor, Zach Woods, is hilarious. And that must be a testament to just him as an, a comedic actor. Yeah. To be able to understand yeah. that character and be able to dial it in like that. Yeah. Well, he plays, so in a show called Silicon Valley that was on HBO for a while, oh, yeah, Zach yeah. Woods is, is a mainstay of that show as well. He yeah. plays sort of a similar character, but pretty fundamentally different in a lot of aspects Sure, to Gabe Lewis. And he is hysterical in that show absolutely like you watch through some of the behind the scenes or some of the footage stuff on that and like he is just breaking people left and right on that yeah and like he is just one of the more understated funny people in the cast of the office i feel like i 100 percent agree he is actually one of my favorite breaks <laughs> that actually happens i'm gonna kick this off right okay, now let's do it because he is one of my favorite breaks uh in one of his episodes and so he he is in the it's when he's in the like uh uh kitchenette like the break room yep. kind of thing yep. and he's standing there he's talking with Dwight and he's he's talking about he's saying oh well you have to like elongate he's like it's all form it's all form i've been practicing and he's doing this maneuver with his hands up and down his torso <laughs> and then yeah. Dwight starts mimicking him <laughs> And just like kind of kind of doing a yes and and like oh yeah yeah like this and then Jim turns around John Krasinski turns around sees them both doing this and can't keep it together <laughs> yeah and and he breaks him and then then Rain goes too and Zach was just he just keeps going straight faced yeah. I mean he's like what are you talking like no he's this like is if it. they've got the camera on me they're gonna get some yep. good stuff still and then he yep. goes on to say things like he's like no it's it's all about your form I've been practicing see I've been taking karate lessons online <laughs> <laughs> and then they lose it again and he just they just can't keep it together <laughs> he's talking about his like five pillars of pilates he's yeah. like he's like number one lengthen lengthen number two elongate, elongate. <laughs> three stretch it's like it's all just it's make all taller all the same things <laughs> i just love it so much man he it's it's such a funny thing. I I honestly would love to just rabbit hole and see if I can find more of his bloopers and him making people break. Yeah, so. he's yeah. pretty excellent stuff. Yeah, BJ, that's do you have one. one that's that's solid? Yeah, yeah. I got a uh, one. Of, uh, this is a great episode. Um, it's the episode where uh, Phyllis gets flashed. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. and and uh, uh, Rain's doing this. You know where he's talking to the the bullpen. Yeah, and he's like, "We gotta, you know, Pam. I want you to draw a picture." Uh, and he's just like, "Get with Phallus. And Phallus. he's like, "I know what you're." Th he's like, "We need to get two security lights in the parking lot." But I know what you're thinking. Won't this shed more light on the penises? And when he says, <laughs> and when he says the word penises, everybody loses it every time. <laughs> it, it was like, and I like so if you many. Just takes. search that that break. You know, yeah. you can watch all of them, and it's like take after take after take. And he, no matter how much everybody was laughing, like he would try to just keep going. And at one point, Steve Carell's like, "Why are you? Why are you still going? Why are you trying like, still? 
why are you still trying? This is over. <laughs> he's like, he's still laughing and trying himself, like yeah. Rain Wilson is. And he's just, he won't let it go. It's like, Steve we need to like, reset. Like, he's like, this battle yeah. is lost. <laughs> like, just, this take is garbage. Just we give need up. To just go again. That was definitely a favorite of mine, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's just too good. And the way his, his final delivery is amazing. He's like, Pam, I want you to get with Phallus. It's just, it's yep. just, it's really well They're played. Like, Phallus, sorry, uh, penis uh, is on the brain. Penis is on the brain. I got. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. good. Wonderful stuff. Um, Nick? one of mine is is probably Rain Wilson again. So there's the episode where Ryan is going through and he's trying to talk to everybody about like their blackberries and questions and stuff like that. And Dwight is going to ask the question about like, what if we think that blackberries are unnecessary and stupid? And like, I don't know if BJ Novak was just like shook up and couldn't get the timing right or what, but they did like a half a dozen takes and he'd finish his line and he's looking over at other people and Rain Wilson is supposed to have his hand up for a question and he like snaps at Dwight and he goes, Dwight, (laughs) he doesn't have a hand up for the question. He just calls on him early like a half a dozen (laughs) takes in a row. (laughs) <laughs> they, keep, they keep busting his balls about it all the time he's like at one point he's like Dwight and he's like I did not have a question <laughs> just look, you got like you got like Leslie David Baker Stanley is just like face buried in a Sudoku book just losing it in the background because there's so many cuts of him like him, him like snapping to Dwight just saying Dwight, question, and then he, and then Rain Wilson raises his hand yeah. and then puts it back <laughs> yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, just, and Rain was like poke. You could tell Rain was like playing into it too, and like oh, purposefully yeah. waiting just yeah. to screw with DJ. I love it. I I have a great one from that same episode about Ryan. Yes, and it is when he first gets there and he's trying to, you know, he's Michael's like, oh, there he is, there he is with a beard, yeah. and he's like talking to him. Like, he's still the temp, kind of, and then Kevin comes over and still calls him fire guy, fire guy, and he's walking, and he's trying to do the thing. He's like, hey, he's like, guys, I know know that I used to work here. I know I used to be a temp, but I'm your boss now, and he starts putting his hands together, kind of like you do, like, the humping spider on the mirror or something, whatever they call that. The fingertips to fingertips. The fingertips to fingertips. You could have just called it that. The fingertips but, to yep. fingertips. And he starts like doing this and like just like using this as a speaking like confidence builder. Yeah. And then you see both Michael and Kevin Baumgartner like both put their hands together and start <laughs> mimicking him. <laughs> and then and, and BJ Novak ends up breaking and he's so mad at himself because yeah. he's like, I am so sorry. That was such an amazing such take. A, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so well you know played. You know what's, you know what's sad is like the entire time you were talking about that, I could picture that blooper scene for scene in my head. Yeah, just and I could also picture the actual scene in my head. I'm like, how many times have I not only seen the actual show, The Office, but yeah. how many times in my life have I like gone through blooper reels? <laughs> Bloopers, <before>? like, <laughs> like an excessive amount of probably bloopers. too many. I didn't. I didn't even really see that one when I was doing research for this episode. And as soon as you started talking about it, it was in my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. Oh, my gosh. Um, All right. Yeah, I don't know. We got a few more. You got a few more? Sure. Anybody else got go- some oh, more? Oh, I got. 
I got a mess load more. All right, Go ahead, hit me. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this one out, and I know it's gonna be your on your two's list for sure. Okay. The plasma plasma yeah, screen man. TV. The dinner party. <laughs> yes. It is it is probably the most well known blooper I think out there, maybe for the office. Would you agree? Yes. Or, yes. Or, okay. John Krasinski agree. Could not keep it together. Absolutely could not. Could not. No. I mean, how could he? How no one yeah. could keep it together in that whole and in, in that entire episode. Nobody could keep anything going on like the entire time. It no. was almost like they were like delirious while they were like trying to film it. But yeah. that scene is so funny. Oh and, god! And Steve Carell as an actor could not get over at how stupid it was. <laughs> <laughs> so because it takes a lot for Steve to break, and he was breaking himself with the action. And when Steve breaks, the entire cast breaks. Yeah, like. I mean, you can hear the cameraman laughing in the background. You can hear the director like standing off to the side, like cackling. Like everybody in that scene lost it when Steve lost 100%. it. Hundred percent. It's just like, yeah. and uh, <laughs> go ahead. It's such a simple scene. I mean, all he did was, uh, and he's like, "I love this TV." He's like, "You got people over? You you know, you got push it into the wall." Keeping <laughs> <laughs> opens mind. it up. That this TV is no bigger than a computer monitor yeah, that's it's mounted to the wall. <laughs> I love he's talking about the surround sound at one point. He's like riffing on that. And John Krasinski's like got his head turned away from the camera so you yeah. can't see him break. And he's like, he's like, it's surround sound. What surround sound? He's like, Jim, 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 Jim. It's like snapping Over here, Jim. Turns and looks. He's like, it's two speakers. So if you have. <laughs> So if you're on this side of the room, and then they just fucking lose it, yeah, need a little God, extra. That's such a good push that's it back into the wall. Scene. That's so excellent. Pushes it back two inches. <laughs> Jan, the actress who plays Jan, breaks all the time. Oh, really? All the time in the bloopers that I was watching today. Oh my gosh, she's constantly breaking with different shit. Like especially know, when they're she's... doing like conference room meetings or like meetings yeah. in Michael's office okay. or. Like when they're doing dinner party, like she's just losing it during a million of these takes. Yeah. What What's her name again? Uh, I can I can never remember her name. I'll look it uh, up. Melora. Melora Harden. Uh, yep. Melora Harden. She was originally uh, the girl from Back to the Future, right? But then they switched around, or for Back to the Future Two. She was going to play play her. Yeah. Yes. But uh, but, but then, then had to it, drop it, out. It, and they I replaced. think. Yeah, she ended up yeah. dropping out. Yeah, That's then, fun then Elizabeth Shue came in uh, in number two. So. Yeah. <laughs> fun tidbit. Yeah, uh, and then so I did not know that there's some. <laughs> uh, wasn't there something? Wasn't there like one at the uh, like the Chili's meeting? The client, like my favorite. Oh yeah, with the baby yeah, back yeah. ribs song. Baby back ribs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tim Meadows and Valora Harden. You said yeah, yeah. could not keep it together. Steve Carell keeps trying yeah. to like offer like critiques on the singing portion of it to Tim Meadows' character, and like they're just losing it because he right. starts coming in at one point with like the barbecue, and he's like, "Nope, you gotta wait for the second one." <laughs> yeah, too early. <laughs> you know, you're doing it too early. Yeah. <laughs> they're just taking it very seriously. <laughs> the song. I will say, I will say, most of those that I because I watched that one a lot was uh, Tim. Tim held it together pretty good. For yeah. the most part, but but okay. uh, Jan Melora did not okay. no, at all, and she's just <laughs> dead center in between the two of them. So it's not like she can yep. sort of hide it at all. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. you can tell she, she was trying to hide over. it. Yeah, she was trying to hide it with her straw and her drink. 
She was okay. like doing this weird lip thing where she was like putting her lips on her on her straw so she wouldn't smile. And yeah. then she was like laughing into her drink. Oh yeah. my gosh. I love it. That's one of my favorite episodes. Oh, I yeah. think it's I think it's a super important one. I just love it so much. I wish Tim Tim Meadows would have been some sort of recurring character on here, to I be completely it, honest. Yeah. You know where I think he would have been perfect? What is that? They could have brought him back in the search committee. Diversity Day. Oh, oh wait. Search Diversity committee. <laughs> have him come back as a character. He's like leaving school administration. He's jaded and over it and has like remembered how fun Michael was as as an individual. And he's like, well, this must be a good workplace. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. That would have been a really I, but good I think he would have been a great little mini cameo or callback at that point. But then he finds out he's actually interviewing for Michael's job. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I can't do no. this. No, he's like, no. no, no, I'm not taking Michael's old job. He's like, wait, Michael's not working here anymore? Yeah. No, I can't. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> I, I wish there even would have been like, even if he wasn't in an episode, but like some callback, like a season later where he was like, I got to go uh, meeting a friend for, for drinks. And then you find out it was him. Like, they yeah. Go meet at Chili's. <laughs> they like, like they remain, now. <laughs> yeah. They remain like super close friends after that episode. So. <laughs> they, go to, they go to Chili's regularly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's Tuesday night. So, uh, you know, we're going to Chili's uh, two margaritas for the price of one. Yeah. Like, don't get me started. Uh. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I love that. I it's want that so much. Uh, I was there last Tuesday, and they were out of awesome blossom sauce. And let me tell you what, I threw a fit. It was not awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess, like, I'm trying to think on more of mine. One of mine would probably be um, Michael Scott Paper Company. Okay. One of the episodes for that where Michael has been kicked out, and he's come back up, and he's trying to recruit people to come with him. And... Where he's the the portion where he's trying to get Phyllis to come and he's pulling on her chair. Yeah. At one point he pulls her chair out from under her and she just falls flat oh on God. her ass onto the ground. Yeah. And you just watch like the the laughter in Steve Carell's face turn to like instant concern where he's like, Jesus Christ, Phyllis, are you okay? <laughs> oh my God, Phyllis, are you okay? Are you okay? Phyllis? Are you okay? <laughs> she's just like laughing her ass off. She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Rain Wilson is like down on one knee, bent over next to her, like making sure she's all right. Uh, I guess with on. like with people falling off their chair, there's a quick cut of Brian Baumgartner going to sit in his chair and just eats shit at one point too. He knocks it out from yeah. behind him. Oh no! <laughs> and he just like watching the character change from like his kevin voice to the brian voice like his actual speaking voice yeah as he's just like laughing and clapping and is like you better not keep that in it's (laughs) (laughs) speaking of speaking of chairs um i believe uh i can't remember what episode exactly it is but michael has a meeting and it's like he's got like a crack team put together and I think it has to do with like uh, sales or something like that. And uh, Michael is like, Stanley, why are you even here? I don't, I don't understand. He's like, he's like, why don't you just leave? He's like, he's like, "Uh, this concerns me. I'd like to be a part of it. And he's like, why don't you, why don't you go grab something to eat? I'm sure blood sugar is getting low or what? He's like, why do you always think I'm diabetic? He's like, he's like, are you not? He's like, he's like, prove to me that you're not. And he, he says, he's like, there we go. Leslie David Baker, he gets up 
and he kind of like sighs or whatever. And Michael's just like, see, just by the sound you made getting up, I can tell. (laughs) 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 And they all just lose it. Like, like, and and then Stanley's just got to, he's got to keep going back to his chair to, to keep making this shot happen and make this line work. It's so great. Uh, I love that one. I got, okay. I love this one. And you know, the, the episodes we talk about way too much on this podcast, the client basketball and booze cruise. Yeah. This one's from booze cruise. Yeah. But it's, uh, when, uh, Michael's kind of getting everybody jacked up in the conference room. Okay. And he's, he's comparing, uh, like the, the, uh, team building event to the Titanic, yeah, and Phyllis goes. Everyone in the engine room drowned, <laughs> like, but she couldn't finish it. <laughs> so she kept saying "drown," and then she would start laughing. And my, and like everybody in the room was like just rolling laughing <laughs> at this at this line. So they couldn't keep it together. And and uh, Steve Carell's laughing, and he's just like, "Spoiler alert!" God, like, <laughs> 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 I love that one. I think I got like one more um that that like really made it onto my list if you will. Well, maybe two more. And I'm getting into like Dwight and Jim shenanigans. Yeah. There's two that I I have to make mention of here. Okay? And uh and you guys can jump in if you if you've seen these ones too. But there is a point where uh it's in it's in the later seasons and it's when Kathy is working next to Jim and Pam is working with Dwight to be able to find out if Jim is actually like kind of like into, into Kathy or is like kind of in, thinks attract- she's attracted to her yeah, at all. Yeah. And, it's just thinks if she, if he thinks she's cute, that's yeah, it. Like, and, that's and, all Pam wants to know. Yeah. It's, that's all it is. And, and Jim is just like, he's a brick wall. He's like, no, I'm, I'm not going to tell, my seven-month pregnant wife that I think uh, the co-worker that has taken her seat is attractive. I'm not an idiot. Like He's yeah. like, what are you talking about? And so Dwight's idea is that there's only a couple of ways to tell, and one of them is finding out if he's gotten any sort of blood that's gone. <laughs> that's where we start. That's the where crotch? we start. The crotch. The crotch. The crotch. <laughs> and I could not remember the crotch. It's like the crotch or like the eyes of the body or something or yeah. <laughs> whatever he says that like you could always tell if they're lying with the crotch. And so uh, he basically just keeps acting like he's falling over and trying to trying to grab Jim's dong. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 uh, John Krasinski just can't keep it together, and he just <laughs> no. keeps falling over, and he's still breaking himself. Like Rain Wilson is breaking this whole time, yeah. uh, for, yeah. for the majority <laughs> of it, and he just can't stop. Like he's just grabbing at Jim's crotch, and, Jim, and I think and, what made that, yeah, go ahead, sorry, you, know, you, you finish it up. <laughs> Uh, well, like oh, I was gonna say, the, the funniest part about that blooper, and you're right, that is an amazing one. Is like even after Rain Wilson knew the scene was was cashed and it wasn't gonna work, yeah, he just kept grabbing his yeah. crotch, and <laughs> like so. Then at that point, you know, like it's not even Jim swatting his hand away; it's, <laughs> it's no. John Krasinski. It's John Krasinski it's wanting him to rain. stop. <laughs> He's like, would you stop it? <laughs> Uh, my last one for 
for uh, is just go ahead. Dwight's stupid like oh oh I'm losing my oh, balance oh. <laughs> and he, like, he just like a full drop from full height like arm above his head coming yeah. down grabs him right the dick positioning <laughs> his hand perfectly for it it's Dwight just, oh my God, Dwight yeah. what are you doing <laughs> and I don't think even when they when the final shot got like made and like happened yeah I don't. I don't think uh, he discovered anything new. No. He didn't discover anything new about it. Like, <laughs> that was it. So. Did you find out? He wasn't lying. Unless your husband has very soft directions. Soft directions. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the last one with, with that I have, anyways, and, and uh, from me, is going to be another Jim and Dwight. And I think this is probably one of my favorite ones because they just kind of keep playing this over and over. And it's when they are in Florida and Jim is Jim is trying to get Kathy out of his room. And he's like, <laughs> he's just had it. And so he figures out he figures out a way to do it. And he just goes in or he calls Dwight and says that there's like bed bugs or yeah, something. Bed bugs. Bed bugs. And and uh he he basically like Dwight rushes in and asks about it and then like starts ripping the sheets off of the bed and <laughs> and he starts interrogating Jim. He's like, What did it look like? He's like, uh brown, Small, shiny, shiny, painful bite. Painful bite. He's like he's <laughs> like, Okay, but how did it how did it how did it look? Did it when it what did it like walk away. He's like, oh yeah, walked away. All so smug, so smug, like this. So and smug. they just every time he goes and does this marching motion, like they just keep laughing at each other <laughs> every single time. They just can't keep it together. Rain Wilson's just doing an open mouth, just guffaw at this, at this like motion that John Krasinski is doing. And I love every second of it. Like I, I think yeah. they they do like four or five takes that yeah. they're showing and they just can't get over it. It's wonderful. So smug. So smug. Like, that whole ta- yeah, that, bug. <laughs> that old Zelly ass, like that was probably the highlight of one of the later seasons was yeah. that whole oh, yeah. like in Tallahassee, you know, yeah. like the Kathy storyline. And then of course, like, one of you know, I know AJ and I's favorite moments is that they don't make these cords and boot cut anymore. They don't make these cords and boot cut anymore. One of the most underrated lines ever. Oh, in another TV Zach history. Woods joke. Another Zach Woods yep. joke. Yeah, another Zach Woods joke. I, I got, a, I got, a, I got a couple more, and I could not decide between these two as kind of my two favorite. Okay, hit us. Uh, so I'll start with. Um, and this was Steve Carell messing with John Krasinski. Okay. For sure. Yeah. But it's when they're going to go to the interview in New York. Uh-huh. And um, Michael's character is trying to get Jim and Karen to carpool with them. Okay. And so he he leans in, and the line's pretty simple. He's just like, you want carpool? You don't want to carpool? Like, we could do, you know, like, we could do this and that and whatever else. And we But, like, Steve Carell, like... Yeah, we could move. Yeah, and but like Steve Carell's character, just like Jim is like looking straight at his computer, John Krasinski trying not to laugh, and like M- Steve Carell just keeps leaning in super close <laughs> to his face, and he's just like, "Come on, you don't want to carpool? Why don't we carpool? We could carpool." Like, and then they just lose it every single time, and like you can see how mad John Krasinski gets because he starts like hitting his desk, and yeah. he's like, "Damn it! Like, stop <laughs> doing that! Like, <laughs> he can't help it." 
He just can't. That help is it. just like one of the most honest breaks because that is not even Steve trying to do the scene, but that is Steve trying to make John break. Yeah, like, yep, a hundred percent that it was his goal in that moment, and he succeeded. It's there's then, a there's a then, very similar one to that, but it's but it's with uh, Dwight and Michael when he's trying to say, "Give me control." There's this emergency plot that if you zig and zag everything and give me direct, yeah. he's like, I can fire Stanley or whoever. And he's like, he's like, just give it to me. Just give it. Just give it. And he starts like trying to draw Michael's like attention to him with yeah. the pointer stick. And he's like, the give pointer, me control. Yeah. And he's just like, give me, <laughs> give me control. <laughs> Look at me. Look at Michael, me. Give me, give me control. <laughs> He'll only make it like like two two lines or something, and then he just breaks again, and it just keeps yeah. happening because they get closer and closer together. So. Yeah, so uh, good. Did you have well, another one? Oh, yes, and I have to do this one, but it's uh, Phyllis and Bob Vance's wedding, and Perfect. it's when Michael Michael's getting. Um, he's like goes into the changing room or whatever the dressing room, and Phyllis is in there. And, um, you know, he's like messing with her hair or whatever. And he's like, Phyllis, did you break wind? <laughs> and, and it was the one word that nobody could stop laughing at. And it was, it smells very pungent. Oh, that's pungent. <laughs> <laughs> There's some added deleted scene to that, like in the super fan episodes when, Bob Vance like comes to the door and he he does in fact say like he's like uh yeah he's like that's why I'm standing outside the the closed door Michael and he opens it up and he's like it's bad luck to see the bride and stuff yeah yeah and he's like <laughs> he's like he's like oh Scott what is it? he's like he's like wasn't me he's like I don't know he's like it's trapped under a dress <laughs> it's like, <laughs> slowly escaping. <laughs> Poor Hornet. He's, like, he's just like, all right, I'll take it this time. I don't know. Like, I'll I'll take the blame. It's <laughs> yeah. trapped under a dress. It's slowly escaping. <laughs> so oh, good. God, it's so good, man. Um, oh, man. Well, I I got. I'll throw one more. Just one, please. More. Okay, so I would. <laughs> this first of all, this one has to be mentioned because. It's the name of the podcast, okay. but it's the it's the Scotch and Splenda scene when uh-huh. when they're in David Wallace's house, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like uh, an early take. Obviously, you can tell, and they're all sitting on the couches, and Michael Michael says, "Okay, over the gums and through the lips. Look out, stomach. Yeah, uh, here we go." Yeah. And like he very clearly just forgot his lines. <laughs> 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 And everybody just starts like, first of all, like the whole line itself is hilarious. If you listen to the order of he says it, it's over the gums and through the lips. And, th- like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's because he and then he's like, uh, uh, he, here we go. <laughs> I think that's gonna be our our new cheers for this yep. for this yep. show. <laughs> over over the uh, yeah. over the gums and through, through the lips. lips. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> oh, well, is that all you Nick, guys you got, got you think? That's it for me. You got another one, Nick? That's um, some good stuff. Yeah. Um, if, okay. you, if you haven't watched the bloopers, if you're lost on this episode, 
do yourself a favor. Set yeah. aside 15, 20 minutes at some point in the next couple of days and just go to YouTube and Google uh, or go to YouTube and search office bloopers. Right. Like you'll get yep. you'll get official NBC ones. You'll get like fan made compilations. You'll get them broken down by season, whatever. Yeah. There's not a wrong answer. <laughs> no, not at all. There's so many, so many good ones out there. I even think um, like Peacock was was putting bloopers up on uh, on. Uh, yeah, Peacock was like putting some bloopers up. I think at one point or another, um, it's always a good idea to like if you have a subscription, any basic subscription, I think, or like their their even lowest um, paid subscription, you can get like full access to um, kind of the whole deep dive catalog of The Office, and they'll even break things out for you by character. They'll break out bloopers. They'll they'll um, you know whatever you're looking for. They make it pretty easy on you. And uh, yeah, like make our jobs easy. It makes our job easy. Yeah, so it sure does. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to keep up with us and everything, and kind of how uh, how we we pick things. If you have a topic that you want to hear us cover, uh, a character, whatever, whatever it happens to be, let us know. Uh, just drop us a line. We're always uh, we're always trying to find uh, new and interesting places to take this show uh, when it comes to the office. So uh, make sure you're reaching out and leaving us that five star review. And writing your fan theory, your what if, your side story, tell us some fan fiction that you've got in your brain that's rattling around. Uh, we would love to hear it, and we would love to talk about it on the show. Call our voicemail. It's at uh, area code 319-359-7977. There you go. Uh, you don't have to talk to anybody. Go no. straight to voicemail. Absolutely. Yes, it's the easiest thing in the world. Uh, you may not like to hear your, your voice, but we sure love to hear your voice. So do the other people. They that's like right. to hear it. That's right. So... Join on in the conversation, guys. Get at us. And uh, anywhere on social media, you can find me. I'm AJ Venz, A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S. That's AJ Venz, anywhere on social media. What about you, Beach? You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok with I am the Beach. That's Beach, B-E-E-J. Follow me on both of those platforms. Uh, you can find me, Nick Morella, at just about anything at Nick Morella. That's N-I-C-K-M-E-R-U-L-L-A. Find me at uh, Twitch. That's where you'll probably see the most action from me. Otherwise, you can see me on uh, Twitter. If you like beer and whiskey stuff, find me on Instagram at Morella Nick. Because uh, and I've done some I've done some research on this. I, I falsely accused him of being from New Jersey. That bastard Nick Morello is from Philadelphia. <laughs> what a who <laughs> follows me followed me out of spite on Instagram. But you can uh, you can follow me there on uh, Morello Nick. All right, guys, thanks again so much for listening to Scotch and Splenda. Next time we will catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. <laughs> Goodbye. <Bye. laughs>